Life is full of questions. It's full of twists, turns, and complex issues to try to figure out. You need answers. Welcome to The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. Hit it. You'll hear us discuss the pitfalls and common investing mistakes we see people make and encourage you to think about solutions to some of the problems and question marks you might face in your own financial life. So let's get to the show. Welcome into the Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien and myself to talk overrated. And then in the next podcast, we're going to talk about underrated. So we're going to split this up over two weeks here or two sessions, I suppose. And Nathan, we're going to talk about some financial things, things in the financial world in your little space there um, that might be overrated this week. And then again, like I said, on the next show, we'll talk about some things that are underrated. And that could be... Uh, it could be a product, it could be a philosophy, whatever the yeah. case might be. It'll make more yeah. sense as we get into this. But how you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. I'm doing really good. I'm excited about this show because there's there's so many things that could be overrated and underrated both very, in, very in my profession. So it's very, uh, it's going to be good. I'm looking forward to yeah, it. Very, very true. Yeah. Uh, and as a matter of fact, we're also going to do something different this week on the show as well. So you've got a book that you're pretty fond of. I uh, do like called, it. Yeah. yeah, called The Psychology yeah. of Money. Right, right. Yeah, it's by Morgan Housel. He um he wrote for the Wall Street Journal and mm-hmm. the Motley Fool. Yeah, so really good book. I bought this about um I don't know, maybe a year ago and uh, I was just thinking about that when I was prepping for this podcast actually and I was like this would be a great book to just kind of give out. So, yeah, we're going to give away a few of these. Okay. Um, so, yeah, if you'd like a copy, you can just email, right? You can just go yeah, to the financial yeah, answer. Absolutely. Um shoot an email over to the team there to Nathan and they'll get you the first 3, let's say I'm going to give away some of Nathan's money here. So, there first 3 okay. people that uh <laughs> uh that reach out um Send an email or call. Yes. I guess you could do that. Yeah, too. Either, either one. Way. That's fine. Um, uh-huh. You get a copy of the book, and yes. uh, and that'll go along with uh, today's content as well. And that's very cool. So, a psychology of money. Yeah, it's a great book. It's got uh, a lot of just. It's basically just short stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's nineteen or twenty different stories in here, and uh, they he goes through and just talks about you know what how it can mess with your mind. You know, how money (laughs) really can mess with your mind and cause a lot of anxiety, but also how it um, it has a lot of freedom. So yeah. uh, with that, so it's it's awesome. I love it. It's actually twenty different stories. It's nice. cool. I, I enjoy it. And, you know, and that's fitting because we that's what we kind of try to do here as well. We try to mess with yeah. your mind and, yeah, that's <laughs> and right. also, also offer different. <laughs> Make you things. think a little different for sure, and, right. and try to realize what's happening uh, that's different from what the mainstream media tells you. And so it's uh, it's good. It's you know what? Good. That's a great point. Actually, before we get into this overrated thing here, okay. Um, the, you know, an indicator, like, so we get so focused sometimes on mainstream media, and I think a lot of us have, have certainly learned over the last several years that maybe they're not exactly uh, operating as, as with the integrity that they once did. Um, <laughs> the indicators about things in the, econ- in the economic world, they're out there, but you don't always have to rely, or you can read between the lines on some of the stories. Oh, man, um, yeah. And what, what makes me think about that is I just saw – a number of, I mean, a lot, Nathan, of large companies are either laying off mm-hmm. or hire freezes. Yeah. Uh, right? They've started yeah. that within the last week or two. At the time we're taping this podcast, this is our no, uh, early November episode. 
um, which is usually a strong indicator that we're about to have some ec- they these companies they they're watching their numbers a lot more than just what the media reports right yeah and they're seeing absolutely this is their this is their livelihood, their livelihood. That's what, so they're that's seeing right. there's a reason to not have staff because yes. they're anticipating slower sales that's right which is, I mean an indicator of a slower economy we've that's already right. had a super rocky 22 there's we a lot have. of indicators that yeah. 23 are going to be just as rough. Well, yeah. I mean, what do we expect when the Fed is raising interest rates like that? That's their goal is to slow down the economy. Right. You know, right. so that the only way that that's going to happen is to increase unemployment. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's it. So which is I don't want to sound callous when I say this, but I mean, that that's kind of what we need a little bit. Mm-hmm. OK, not to not I don't want anybody to lose their job. Of course, sure, that's right. not that's not good. But I mean, that's what we're trying to do is to slow things down. Unemployment is 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 lower than it's ever been, really. So we're just we're trying to slow things down, kind of get it back to a more um well, and companies level? when they when yeah, and companies start they start to trim the fat, right? They do, and, and yeah. they trim the fat to That's be right. leaner, to lean through uh, you know harder times. But That's, that typically that also creates innovation for new it job does. opportunities. Yes, That's, it does. Right. It That's does. how There's the cycle kind of, works. That's right. And you know, I mean, we need more people that are you know just trying to develop new products and new services and things. So I mean, this is going to right be good long-term, I think, for the economy. Short-term, it, it may not be. Sure, I mean, it's right. going to slow it down. Yeah. That doesn't mean that the market's going to go down more. All that that simply means is that the economy's going to slow down. Yeah. So typically, when we look historically, you know, in a recession, half the time the market's up, when the recession starts, half the time it's down. So, yeah, you know, it, it's not, uh, it's not, there's not an indicator that says this is exactly what's going to happen with the market. So, yeah. Um, and there's a lot of pieces to the, you know, there's a lot of industries that we don't have enough uh, people working. Uh, there's other industries where yeah, it's oversaturated. So hopefully yeah, that true. kind of balances some of that out as well. It will. It will help yeah. to some extent with that. And so, I mean, as always, when things like this happen, I mean, people a lot of times end up changing careers, changing positions, changing the jobs or whatever that they're in. And uh, a lot of times things work out. It's not fun. It's not fun to have mm-hmm. to go through that. And, um, you know, I've had this happen with, with clients in the past and just different things. And and it's scary, honestly. Sure. It's yeah, scary absolutely. when that happens. But um, but we'll make it through. I mean, that, that's right. the thing is, that you you know, you just have to keep going with it. And as investors, right, that's where we got to kind of think about, you know, especially if you're talking about retirees, pre-retirees, and you're thinking right. about how yeah. you're invested or how you're even spending for your, you know, for your retirement. Make sure that you're also taking a look and keeping an eye on things and, and having those conversations with your advisor and doing those, you know, checkups and so on and so forth so that you are not getting yourself into a situation uh, should that we have, you know, different kind of downturns or whatever yeah, the case might yeah, be. So that's right. I mean, it's important as always, uh, but it's important, especially now to uh, make sure that you update your plan and, and review, you know, with the market being down like it is, review yeah. that. Make sure you don't need to change anything. Or if you do have a career change that's potentially coming, then, you know, that's a good time to yeah. talk about it. So Absolutely. bring those things up, review it in the plan, and make small adjustments every year. And that way you're not having to make major corrections five years down the road. So. Yeah, true. And a lot of people are reaching out at this time of the year about, you know, Roth conversions and so on and so forth. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, if you're already having chats with your advisor, it's a good time to bring up some of the things. And and maybe it's going to be... overrated. Yeah. 
know. No, well, maybe. Right? <laughs> so, and I was going to say, so let's segue into some things that you might want to bring up yeah. uh, with your yeah. advisor. But maybe these things are overrated or underrated. And again, yeah, overrated right. is this week. So tax advantages. Yeah. Um, wait a minute. What? Tax advantages are overrated? Why <laughs> Why might that be a thing? Because that sounds really weird to the ear, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's right. I mean, it's that's used so many times to sell different things, you know, think about that municipal bonds. I mean, that's a, that's a big thing. People here will tax free. Well, I love that. Well, you know, you might as well pay the tax on a regular bond and uh, get a higher rate after taxes. You're still going to end up better most of the time. I mean, that, okay. it's, it's crazy. So, you know, there's a lot of things that we hear of, and I, and I said that with Roths. I mean, Roths can be very advantageous, the Roth conversion that you're talking about, but also it can be devastating. I mean, people don't a lot of times realize that when you do a Roth conversion, you can't touch that money for five years. Mm. You know, if your advisor didn't tell you that, that's a problem. You know, that's a major issue. You may have expected to take withdrawals out in a certain time frame within that five years. And then there's penalties and all kinds of issues with that. So you've got to be careful with these things, all these different kind of sales pitches, I would say, that are out there. So be careful with that. Make sure that it's exactly what you need and and not just something that's a hot topic right now or, yeah, you know, every true. book that you read is talking about doing this or that. You know, make sure that it actually fits your plan because we can't see the future. The idea is tax rates are low right now. We assume that they're going to go up in the future. So you want to do those conversions and get it over into a tax-free thing, pay a potentially lower tax now. But we just don't know, you know. And it's we don't not the know right anything. move for everybody, right? It's so, not. Yeah. No, that's right. And so that's, we, but it is the hot sales topic. Hey, Roth convert, Roth convert, Roth convert. Right, right. And so, it may not, if the tax benefit is not really what it needs to be or it bumps you a bracket, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of ways yeah. to look at that, right? No, that's right. And, and you know, people just kind of get hung up on that, I think. And you've got to make sure that it fits in your plan. Ultimately, that's what has to be the, the driver here. And so many times I have seen over the past five years that it's just used to drive an annuity sale or mm. it's used to drive a mutual fund sale or something like that. So okay. it's great if it works for you. Okay. Yeah. And okay. if it's something that will actually help, but be careful with that. So, you know, I think that's overrated potentially. Nice. Uh, and that's and yeah. probably a surprising one for folks to hear. So. <laughs> Maybe so. Yeah. Uh, rates of return being uh, overrated. Uh, yeah. Yes. Because we will. Guarantee. Guy want, <laughs> dang it. I want the highest rate I can get. <laughs> that's right. You know, I want oh, to take a lot of right. risk, Nathan, for 12% when mm -hmm. I can take less risk and 7% actually gets the job done. Yeah, no, that's right. I mean, that's, that's exactly right, Mark. And it, ultimately it comes down to what do you need for your plan to work out? Yeah. It's not that, you know, you've got to shoot for a 12% return every year. You may not need to take the risk for that. I mean, that may really be very devastating to your retirement plan by taking that much risk. So um, especially just focus in 22. On, oh my goodness. Yeah. I mean, that's what a lot of people this year have realized that they, weren't diversified, you know, I mean, they, they focused on large cap stocks and, you know, they have done really well over the past five years buying those things, but this year they've lost more because of having those large cap stocks. And so, um, you know, large value has done really 
relatively well this year. It's not down half as much as large growth is. So um, you've got to make sure that you're diversified and, and people forsake that because they focus on this rate of return. They see something doing well for two or three, four years in a row. And they're like, oh, that's going to do good forever. And just like tech stocks in the late nineties, that's going to do good forever. And then the bottom falls out. So right. be careful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. And, and rates of return again, it's, it's a, um, it's like a blinking, it's like a big neon sign, right? <laughs> it is, yeah. Right? And we see oh, it, we kind of like, oh, our rate of return, it's so shiny. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, you got to be careful. Mm. It doesn't, it, you, why, why, why let it kind of drag, drag you into a higher risk uh, profile if oh, you don't need that's it? that's right. Yeah. That's right. Okay. And, and that's the thing, a lot of times, you know, there, if the return is almost unbelievable, then the risk is unbelievable as well. <laughs> so, I mean, that's yeah. the, just what we see historically. So and, always and really, be Nathan, that's that. in any of the categories, right? So yeah. it's whether it's yeah. a stock, right? Whether yes. it's a bond or a junk exactly. bond or anything like, like that. If right. it's carrying more risk, it's got, it's got more reward. It's risk yes, reward. That's, that's, yeah. Right. That's, that's why right. they're that's selling it. That's how it that works. Yeah. That's right. So most of the time that's the case. Sometimes it's just more risk. But do I mean, you that, need it? You that's know? right. Yeah. Or are you just looking at the shiny object? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. and that's, you know, and when it comes to things like, which we don't know, we don't know how this is going to work out, but Bitcoin, I yeah. mean, that's a hot topic, sure. you know? So the return on that was amazing for a long time. And then it, I mean, it's been a roller coaster. It lost, know? what, 30,000 yeah. this year? Yeah, yeah, it has. I mean, and so there's been so many companies that we've seen 50, 60, 70% declines in the value of their stock. I mean, Facebook, Facebook's down, what, 70% right now? A lot of, a lot of mean, the techs that would take yeah, the second beating. Um, yeah. It is, it is. So, you know, we see good returns for a time frame, and then they disappear. And so you've got to really be careful with that. That's why always with investing, diversification your friend. Don't focus on just that thing that's had the flashy return for yeah. the past two or three years or five years, whatever. Don't do that. That that gets you in trouble. Yeah. I took $20 one time out in Vegas and turned it into like 3200 Nice. I started with oh, 20 bucks on a roulette awesome. table. On a roulette table. Oh, this, wow, right? dude. <laughs> ran up, I just kept hitting for whatever reason and ran up to like <laughs> 3200 bucks. Yeah. And the guys I'm with, my brother and, and my uh, other family members, they're like, oh, keep going, keep going, right? <laughs> you know, and I sit there and it, and it hit me. And I was like, I'll play one more, and if I, you know, no matter what the outcome is, I'm going to walk away I'm because done. I started yeah. with twenty bucks. Yeah, right? that's right. And and that's so right. I didn't, I didn't hit on that one. I lost a little bit, you know. So I think I, I think I ended up like walking off with twenty four hundred. I think is what it was. Yeah, um, yeah. Off of twenty dollars, right? Yeah. But it was yeah. easy because the crowd was <laughs> standing next to me. My 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 boys, so to speak, <laughs> were like, right. go go go. And, yeah. and and I got the argument. The argument was, dude, it's only twenty dollars if you lose, right? You've yeah, only but truly, it wasn't at that point. <laughs> but it doesn't become that at that point, right? That's it becomes right. a bigger amount, and so you got you kind of start to feel like, wait a minute, I'm losing all this money, even though yeah. I technically would have only been in the whole 20 bucks had I lost it all. Yeah. So it's very interesting right. how it, you can think about your anything in your portfolio that way, right? Sometimes yeah. we get yeah. very like, oh, no, I'm losing all this. And it's like, well, you're not if you don't lock it in. You know, <laughs> that's right. So, I don't that's know. right. I don't know if that story and, makes sense or not. But. No, that's perfect. I mean, and in reality, you don't need to be in the market if you're going to be using the money within three years, you know, and oh, that's so that's true. something that's that's important. So if you 
Um, if you're going to spend it in less than that time frame, then, you know, put it into something else. Well, it, and sometimes it it's okay sense. to, I think, maybe sometimes realize it's okay to walk away. Take the take yeah, the gains and walk right. away. Now, that's granted, right. right now, the market's that's been down. That's not the best time. Yeah. Right now is not a good time. But <laughs> right. 21 and 22 have been this interesting comparison. Uh, right? 21 was basically straight mm. up. Right. Talk right? about a roller coaster. Right. Yeah. And then 22 so. has been uh, just a horror, horror show, right? <laughs> so yes, it's it kind of like... Had you have been smart and maybe walked because we really 21 was the end of a longer run, right? Mm-hmm. To say, hey, at some point I should consider taking some of these winnings off the table. Yeah. You know, yeah. again, that's the rebalancing. That's the conversation. Right. That is. That's the that checkups. is rebalancing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So that's it. Uh, all right. Moving on. Third one. Okay. Final one here on the podcast this week for overrated. So a couple of things we talked about being overrated on the on the program this week. Tax advantages. Not always. Don't let the tax tail wag the dog, right? Uh, rat, right. Uh, rates of return. Excuse me. I was going to say rats of return, but either way, <laughs> rates of return. Uh, and then the third one, commission-based investment accounts. Talk mm. to me here. If you're working with an advisor that gets paid, we were talking about annuities a while ago. Most annuities are going to pay a commission for the sale of that. So that's an incentive for the advisor to think that that's the best product for everybody. So if you understand that going in, that's fine, but you've got to make sure you know how your advisor is getting paid. Okay. Um, So commission-based investment accounts are overrated, I think, because of that potential conflict of interest. Not saying that fee-based is not. Okay. There are some things when an advisor pays a fee, they're going to I mean, when you pay an advisor a management fee, there's potentially a conflict there also. You know, it's always going to be best to work with them, you know, and those kind of things. So um, there's there's conflicts everywhere, but you've got to be careful with the commission-based investment accounts because of the incentives, the sales incentives that are out there. So just make sure that if the advisor is talking to you about some type of commission product, then that's what you need. Talk to, get second opinions, talk to other advisors, make sure that that's actually what you need and that fits best in your situation. So um, it can be extremely overrated, um, especially along the lines of annuities. So be careful with that. Yeah, and I think that's, you know, when we see a year like this year, Nathan, we see a, a tighter economy, we see, and it, granted, we're in a perfect, well, not so perfect, I suppose, but a perfect storm of problems, right? From we've got down market stock markets, we've got down bond markets, we've got high interest rates, we've got you know, tightening of companies, so on. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's all you know, not good, right? Right. Um, no, annuities right. do tend to be the animal that gets pushed a lot, oh, right? Yes. It gets yeah, thrown out there. There's so many there. benefits or riders that can be thrown on there. Uh, and that it may sound be, really good, and it may be know? a good fit. I don't, I don't want to dog them at all. No, that's right. No, there they are a, a fit in some cases. There's a lot of them, so you've got yeah. to do some diligence, right. right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, that's right. And you know, one of the main things is understand too, all these extra benefits that are thrown onto the annuity that costs you. Right. Okay. <laughs> so ultimately, it it basically comes down to yeah. I mean. You might have had a little bit more volatility if you just bought the market, yeah. but you would have had a lot more money, you yeah, know, true. and so uh, it ultimately ends up like that. A lot of times, not in every case, there are fits for annuities, okay? But um, just, again, if you're being pitched, sure, just, yeah. just 
make sure you're doing the right yeah, thing. Yeah, run it past some so, other uh, other things, right? Run it past yeah. a, another professional, whatever the case yeah, might be. Right. Get that's a second right. opinion. Just just make sure that you're not you know falling for the sales pitch. You you got a new car recently, right? And it's like they didn't give you the upgraded engine for free, right? <laughs> that's you know, right. They, you know, no, that's right. It's like no, no, but you're gonna get the uh, yeah <laughs> valve covers for free, right? You know, but the <laughs> engine right. costs you. You'll get anything for free. No, this is true. This <laughs> so, is true. So that's those right. are some things that are overrated, folks. Uh, and so we're going to talk about some things that are underrated on the next podcast. So make sure that you check that out. And of course, if you're not subscribed to the show, that's an easy way to do that because then you just get notified whenever a new episode comes out. And you simply do that by liking, following, whatever the case is, uh, the podcast on whatever app you like to choose. So, or you like to use. If you're an Apple user, uh, you've got Apple Podcasts on your phone, for example. You just hit the follow or heart button, whatever that might be. Yeah. Uh, every app's a little bit different. And you get new episodes of The Financial Answer when it comes out. Uh, and there's nothing, doesn't, you know, we don't have to sign up for anything. You just get, you know, it just notifies you. So, easy way to do that and of course you could also just stop by Nathan's website and if you again if you'd like to pick up a copy of that book he's given away for the first three or that I'm giving away <laughs> he's paying for it <laughs> yes uh, the are, first yeah. <laughs> the first three folks that reach out uh, to Nathan uh, for to get a copy of that psychology of money book uh, that he's given away and so he really enjoyed reading that so he thinks you might pick up some useful nuggets as well call him at 855 coach to do that or just again stop by the website the financial answer dot com that's the financial answer.com and drop an email and we will see you next time here on the program thanks bud yeah thank you sounds good i appreciate it we'll see you in two weeks on the financial answer with nathan o'brien O'Brien & Associates is a registered advisory firm in Tennessee. This show is intended for information and educational purposes only. Consult with a qualified advisor before taking any action.